Welcome to episode 10 of the Wrestling Tonight podcast. I'm your host, Blake. And for something different today, uh, we are going to look at NXT and the NXT UK rosters and seeing just the type of superstars they have and how can they build or continue building depending on which way you want to look at it. For starters, I was uh, torn between doing NXT and AEW. I ran a poll on our Instagram page and it really was split 50-50. So I was taking more upon myself on which one could I see myself doing. I'll do the NXT one first and start off with that because there's more names I am familiar with here and could give you more about rather than say AEW where there's a lot of unknown names and unknown people by a lot. So <clears throat> for starters, we're just on the Wikipedia page here. We're just going to scroll down with all the names they have. So start off with the male side. We have people like Adam Cole, Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong. A group like them is very key to NXT right now. And I thought after WrestleMania season that they were going to be one of the teams to get the call up and go to SmackDown. Just because we're kind of lacking that firepower. But after TakeOver 25, Adam Cole is now the NXT champion. So it's kind of hard to take him away from that. And I should give you the heads up now. I am going to be talking about a lot of spoilers from the NXT tapings. Which is leading to the next TakeOver. But until then, if you guys do not want to listen to this, I'll give you your heads up now. If you don't want the spoilers, if you do want the spoilers, stick around. I'll enjoy it. I hope you'll enjoy this as well. And just another unique personality of my knowledge, wrestling knowledge, and how we can help build in the sports industry world. So getting back to it, like I said, Undisputed Era, they're pretty much top dogs over here in NXT right now. And that no one can really touch them. Going like other factions and teams here. All we really have is like the forgotten sons of Jackson Riker, Wesley Blake, Steve Coulter. Other than that you look at there's just like there's tag teams, but not even much tag team standards like Danny Birch, Oni Larkin. You got tag team champs. Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford. I know there's teams like uh, Roderick, Riddick, uh, Moss, and uh, it was with Tino Sabatelli until he got hurt. But there just isn't much going on TV terms for them. I know it's only an hour-long show, but if we're going to make NXT to compete wrestling-wise with AEW and essentially really just put Ring of Honor out of business. 
just starting to poach stars left and right, but we need more tag teams on here. Like, I'm okay with having single wrestlers looking at people like Velveteen Dream, Tommaso Ciampa, Tyler Breeze hanging out on here now. Like, just Matt Riddle, Kushida, Keanu Reeves, Keith Lee, Gargano. Just, those are a lot of good names that could wrestle, but it really hurts when you have four teams, five te uh, teams fighting each other. It really doesn't do much good to the roster. I know there's a lot of guys in the Performance Center getting ready to come up. There's the NXT Breakout Tournament. <clears throat> that is very good, very great. I'm very happy to see something like this. This is really new. Like, I'll just show you some of the names. All recreated, all rebranded to NXT standards. You have, like, Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swerve Scott, which is... Uh, Shane Strickland, Cameron Grimes, Angel Garza, Joe Kwan, Wild, which I'm pretty sure was DJZ, <clears throat> Jordan Miles, and Boa. Very eight names that many people don't know about, which are uh, going to continue to grow. They even went out to their links to sh when they showed these guys on latest NXT taping is they showed them by their former name Dexter Loomis was Samuel Shaw who was getting to run around Cameron Grimes was Trevor Lee Jordan Miles which was Eck Bronson Reed was Jonah Rock just whole bunch of people, whole bunch of new faces we're getting to come in and it all across the world. So that's going to be very fun to see. And I'm going to try to tune in and watch these. I know I work a lot so that's why I've been able to cover Raw or Smackdown lately but coming in and we're joining NXT. So again, we're looking at the big names and I can tell you right now Matt Riddle's NXT champ. He's going to be the next one. There is no one up the alley near them unless Champa comes back from his neck injury, unless Dream drops the North American title. But other than that, I see Matt Riddle as the next guy. I know they want Matt Riddle as the next guy. Damian Priest. A name that was being thrown around a lot. Being promos waiting, waiting. He finally shows up. Maybe him, Keith Lee, a few others could be next in line for the North American title. Who knows? But NXT is very lacking with the names they have on here. So I'm hoping they start building the star credit like they had a few years ago. With They had everyone down there and they're firing on full swing. We'll move to the female side of things, which has been very lackluster. Shayna Baszler has the death grip on the NXT Women's title. And just looking by the names on this list, I don't see no one beating her. 
I know Candice Loray, Bianca Belair could have their shots. Deanna Parizzo, Io Shirai, some other names. Casey Kenicazero, Tariana Conti, Vanessa Bourne. Like, there isn't no one besides Io Shirai, Candice Loray, Bianca Belair. Which has already had their names in the title picture before to do anything special. Dakota Kai is out with their ACL injury. But just like, we have to start building some names up here. We don't have no one that we can use. I know I've seen Mia Yim was being a name tossed around that could be the next challenger for the title. Tariana Conti, who was on NXT last night. As recording this, put on a good performance. But looking at it, we just need more names here. I know Chelsea Green was put back in the performance center after breaking her wrist on her debut, but maybe she could be one when she comes back sooner or later. But yeah, NXT needs tag teams. Tag teams is killing it. So I'll give it to you now. I know we've seen Fandago. Fandango come back to NXT and to help his uh, old partner Tyler Breeze out. So we're going to have Breezango back. I really wish they would have stayed on the main roster because I'm a big fan of the Fashion Police. But hey, if they're going to get screen time, they're going to get screen time down there. And they can help build the talent down there. And I know guys like that want to produce. I've seen uh, the name Apollo Crews being thrown around that he's going back to NXT to show up. So that'll be another name right there who could put on a show. Just right now in the WWE terms, is it's just all wrestlers and everyone's blending in. So I'm happy to see people like them who have personalities, who have gimmicks to go down there and put on some work to put people over so moving on from that we'll go to NXT UK and that is a roster that I looked at at first and I'm looking at again right now that is way bigger than what I thought that tells you something right there that what they are trying to create is they want to be the best over there so remember that NXT UK tournament yeah, names like Amir Johnson, Joseph Connors, Jordan Devlin, Trent Seven, Tyler Bates, T-Bone. Just a whole bunch of good guys. But now we sit down and look at the roster again. Alexander Wolf goes over there. You got Dave Mastiff, Fabian Eicher, Flash Morgan Webster, James Drake. Joe Coffey, Cash's own nose over there now, Ligario, Mark Coffey, Noam Dar, Pete Dunn, Primate, who is from uh, Defiant Wrestling or World Culture Wrestling, Travis Banks, I'm really starting to enjoy his work, Walter, who is the current United Kingdom champion and Progress World champion on top of that. And like Zach Gibson. Like, I haven't sat down and watched many NXT UK tapings, but 
I could look at the names here and sit down and watch the NXT UK takeover they did. And my goodness, like, NXT is going to take over the world. I've seen reports of them going to China in a few months or so. And uh, saying, hey, we might set up an NXT Asia or NXT China. We might take over this development area and start doing that. And if you notice the people that are doing it, it's all Triple H. He's setting it up so once the keys of the kingdom are handed to him by Vince, he has people all over the world that are ready to put in. They're bringing in more fans. Here, we'll take this. AEW's double or nothing. They had three guys from China from a new promotion over there in the Far East. And I said that is a growing mark to get into. That was a smart idea by AEW to bring some people like that to get exposure in China to help grow this brand of wrestling. And then now, a few months later, Triple H and NXT and his executives and talent scouts are going to go over there and start scouting, maybe set up a facility to start growing people. But anything will move to the performers. And you have gimmicks like Flash Morgan Webster. Great guy. You got people in Gallus of Joe Coffee, Mark Coffee, Wolfgang. You got Walter, Alexander Wolf. People like that to have their own faction. You got the British strong style of Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven. This is what wrestling is. It's factions. This is New Japan style of wrestling. We're going to have factions. And I would rather have factions rather than Travis Banks being a no one going to fight. No one dar. At least have something to fight over. Instead of pride. Fight for something else you have. We just, there isn't enough in the wrestling world to fight one-on-one -on -one anymore. We need something more with it. If we're not going to have gimmicks and we're just going to be a bunch of wrestlers, at least give us factions so we could turn around and fight. So people get kicked out of factions, storylines, to grow from there. Oh, he joins another faction. He turns on everyone in that. Storylines to grow. And then throw the title in between that. Oh, they're the greatest faction of all time. Undisputed Era has all the gold in NXT at this moment. Oh my goodness. Who's going to stop them? Stuff like that is going to help grow uh, NXT. If they're able to start something like that. That's something I wish WWE would get into and start doing. But... I'll save that for another day. But anyway, we'll move to the female wrestlers now. We have people like Elsa Don. Newly and just won the Battle Royale. Kaylee Ray. We have Killer Kelly. Nina Samuels. Piper Nevin. Raya Ripley. Tony Storm. 
and Zaya Brookside, who is also daughter of the coach, Mr. Brookside, in NXT. But the women's wrestler, yeah, it's a little lackluster, but they have a lot of names there. A lot of names that can grow. Tony Storm. God, can she put on a match. Rhea Ripley, who's probably one of the most badass women you'll ever see. She's just about as muscular as some men, and she rips these women apart. And a proper heel on top of that. So, we have a lot of potential, is what I'll say. We have Tony Storm, Ryder Ripley, who's been putting on matches back and forth. If people like Nina Samuels, Killer Kelly, Kylie Ray, who can help along the way. We have Elsa Don, Zaya Brookside, also in it. There's also women like Jenny and Jazzy Gabbert. You can also be potential. So counting this list, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 total female wrestlers on this. This has potential to grow. Like I said, if you want to look at the men's, there's probably damn near 30 to almost 40 names on that list. Probably more. You want to make female wrestling relevant and something that means something. And I know the sticklers want to hold WWE to that standard, but no one else. No one pays attention to Japan's women's wrestling where they have strictly women's wrestling promotions over there. And that is some of the best wrestling and that's why you see a lot of women heading to Japan and coming out of Japan. It's because they know how to create women's wrestlers because they book them just the same as the men. They don't hold back. And here's a perfect example of this if we watch Money in the Bank. The women's Money in the Bank match there's it was split in two. You had women that were ready to go all out and kill themselves and work just as hard as the men and take hits from ladders and bumps off of ladders. And then you had the other half who was scared to even get hit. Who was scared to even get... act like they are going to get hit. Who didn't want to fall. Wanted other wrestlers at the bottom to catch them. But from what I see in this female talent wise coming through NXT and NXT UK is they're ready to work. They're going to kill each other. You have women like Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler who beat the crap out of each other and kill each other. You have people like Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley who will go out there and break each other's arms and continue fighting until the end. It's just it's crazy what they have. And what they're willing to do. Now, this is something I really was debating as going through. But they have the performance center recruits up here. Like I said, I already gave you the names of Angel Garza, Boa, Bronson Reed, 
Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis. But there's also a lot of good other names on here that they've been building. We have Robert Strauss, who, former wrestler, but currently is being the manager down there and trying to create the brand, which is a great, great name for something if you want to create. You want to create the brand. It's like you don't want to have some name, something. You're just the brand. Not like the man or the man or the architect, the brand. That's what you want to be. You want to be that. I know he has Riddick Moss and Dan Matha when they run around and do house shows. He has them with them. So, that's a few names out there. We'll go to the female wrestlers. We have Rachel Evers. Tegan Knox, who's rehabbing still from her leg injury. Chelsea Green, who's over there, still rehabbing. Other people like Lacey Lane. MJ Jenkins. Just to name a few. But yeah, I wanted to sit down and talk about what we have today in NXT. Because this is a brand that is going to be the future of WWE and probably will go further along to say the future of professional wrestling NXT's knocked off Ring of Honor you look at it from three years ago four years ago Ring of Honor was highly regarded not I'm saying what they were ten years ago as one of the best promotions for wrestlers to go to because a lot of names of AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe they all came through there. Seth Rollins. I'm saying they were one of the top independent promotions. They were able to get a partner with New Japan to do inter-promotion shows. They weren't and they were working with like the likes of Lucha Underground. They have people like Young Bucks, Adam Cole, Bullet Club, all over that. And then you look at when Bullet Club starts to break up. You have Gallows and Anderson. Never really did much with Ring of Honor. They leave, go to WWE. AJ Styles, who's going back and forth between the two companies, goes to WWE. Young Bucks sit down and go, they want to be more New Japan based. So they stop their Ring of Honor shows. Cody gets into the mix. And they start using that. But. You can even see then. It was starting to dwindle down. Even people like Marty Skrull. Who's even part of Bullet Club. Or the Elite anymore. He's just floating around. He's not even. He's doing uh, shows over in Japan still. He's not doing much in Ring of Honor anymore. They just lost their touch. They got poached out by NXT saying, hey, this is our competition in professional wrestling. We're going to take them out, and they did. And this is what many people don't realize what NXT does. It's, yeah, it's a developmental brand. 
but they take the best names and go down there. You look at someone like Ricochet, who bounced all over the Indies and created a big name for himself, working in Lucha Underground and whatever, P uh, PGW, whatever it was. He goes there, he tears it up for not even a year, gets a call up to the main roster. You have someone like Aleister Black, who made his debut at the NXT UK tournament <clears throat> against Neville. As Tommy End before he rebranded. He made his name all over Europe doing that. But he was a name I heard of. You have people like Leo Rush, who was growing big there. And then makes the ship, gets himself in trouble for granted. That's all on him, but look at the names they go. They go after the hottest names. Shane Strickland at the time. DJZ, Rockstar Spud, Drake Maverick, who, congratulations, is the new 24-7 champion, and I am very happy for that guy. But you look at the names they have, and they go through from TNA to so on and so forth, as they just run them down. For granted, TNA ran themselves down on the ground. They making a lot of people unhappy, like EC3, AJ Styles. Kurt Angle, the Hardys. That's on them. You look at Ring of Honor. I can't even tell you what happened. You just heard them disappear. And then you sit down and look. A lot of their talent was taken. And I know NXT UK has really worked well with Progress and ICW to do some cross-promotion stuff over there. And they're bringing it over here in the States when progress wants to work. So why can't... I mean, I'm not going to say why. But when Triple H ever gets his hands on WWE's main product. Who knows what they could be working with. Maybe they'll start setting up with bigger promotions. Maybe the cross promotions will still happen. Maybe professional wrestling will grow. But as long as AEW's inside the United States, they're going to get the carpet swept under them if they can't get names and secure prospects right away. Because WWE has the money to sign all these people, which they are. But I know the Khan family has a lot of money up their sleeves as well. And... For granted, Tony Khan is a big professional wrestling fan and wants to run this as a fan for the fans. But what are you going to do when your promotions that are your rivals are starting to steal your stars and starting to work against you? But yeah, so my Instagram is... At Wrestling Tonight Podcast, all one word. I'm using that really to grow. That's what I'm on the most to help get our brand up and running. Twitter's at WT underscore podcast underscore. I'm really on that to live tweet shows. I'll tweet out when the podcasts go live on YouTube and that are up and running. YouTube's at Wrestling Tonight Podcast. 
That's where you find this. I'm working on trying to get this on other products. It's a long process for me. I'm sorry about that. Please like and subscribe. Help us continue growing. Tell your family and friends about this great podcast we have going on over here. That are giving you raw, authentic thoughts. That are not conceited or very one-sided. We are looking at all angles and we will continue to look at all angles. We'll never have a cloud of judgment towards anything that's going on. Whether it's WWE, AEW, even New Japan, if the G1 Climax, if I could sit down and watch that, who knows? I'm open to all wrestling. I am a professional wrestling fan. I enjoy the product, and I want the best for this product. But anyways, I'm your host, Blake. This was episode 10, and I'm out. Peace.